Hello everyone, this is Teacher Tony, and we're going to continue with Lesson 4 in the Creation to Christ DBS series. Today we're going to look at Genesis chapter 6, 1 through 9, 17, and this is the fall of humanity, Noah's flood. So get your Bibles ready and we'll begin, but I just want to remind you of our HOPE acronym. These are the four parts to our discovery questions that we run through each time we study God's Word. H is for hear from God. O is is observe what he said, P is put it into practice, and E is encourage someone. So let's begin with H, hear from God. Genesis 6, 1 through 9, 17. This is the New Living Translation. Then the people began to multiply in the earth, and the daughters were born to them. The sons of God saw the beautiful women and took any they wanted as their wives. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not put up with humans for such a long time, for they are only mortal flesh. In their future, their normal lifespan will be no more than 120 years. In those days, and for some time later after, giant Nephilites lived on the earth. For when the sons of God had intercourse with women, they gave birth to children who became the heroes and famous warriors of ancient times. The Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on the earth, and he saw that everything they thought or imagined was consistently and totally evil. So the Lord was sorry he had ever made them and put them on the earth. It broke his heart. And the Lord said, I will wipe this human race I have created from the face of the earth. Yes, and I will destroy every living thing. All the people, the large animals, the small animals that scurry along the ground, and even the birds of the sky, I am sorry I ever made them. But Noah found favor with the Lord. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, the only blameless person living on the earth at the time, and he walked in close fellowship with God. Noah was the father of three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now God saw that the earth had become corrupt and was filled with violence. God observed all this corruption in the world, for everyone on earth was corrupt. So God said to Noah, I have decided to destroy all living creatures, for they have filled the earth with violence. Yes, I will wipe them all out along with the earth. Build a large boat from cypress wood and water proof it with tar inside and out then construct decks and stalls through its interior make the boat 450 feet long 75 feet wide and 45 feet high leave an 18 inch opening below the roof all the way around the boat Put the door on the side and build three decks inside the boat, lower, middle, and upper. Look, I am about to cover the earth with a flood that will destroy every living thing that breathes. Everything on earth will die, but I will confirm my covenant with you. So enter the boat, you and your wife, and your sons and their wives. Bring a pair of every kind of animal, a male and a female, into the boat with you to keep them alive during the flood. Pairs of every kind of bird and every kind of animal and every kind of small animal that scurries along the ground will come to you to be kept alive and be sure to take on board enough food for your family and for all the animals. So Noah did everything exactly as God had commanded him. When everything was ready, the Lord said to Noah, Go into the boat with all your family, for among all the people of the earth I can see that you alone are righteous. Take with you seven pairs, male and female, of each animal I have approved for eating and for sacrifice, and take one pair of each of the others. Also take seven pairs of every kind of bird. There must be a male and a female in each pair to ensure that all life will survive on the earth after the flood. Seven days from now I will make the rain pour down on the earth, and it will rain for forty days and forty nights, until I have wiped from the earth all the living things I have created. So Noah did everything as the Lord commanded him. Noah was six hundred years 
years old when the flood covered the earth. He went on board the boat to escape the flood, he and his wife and his sons and their wives. With them were all the various kinds of animals, those approved for eating and for sacrifice, and those that were not, along with all the birds and the small animals that scurry along the ground. They entered the boat in pairs, male and female, just as God had commanded Noah. After seven days, the waters of the flood came and covered the earth. When Noah was six hundred years old, on the seventeenth day of the second month, all the underground waters erupted from the earth, and the rain fell in mighty torrents from the sky. The rain continued to fall for forty days and forty nights. That very day, Noah had gone into the boat with his wife and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives. With them in the boat were pairs of every kind of animal, domestic and wild, large and small, along with birds of every kind. Two by two, they came into the boat, representing every living thing that breathes. A male and female of every kind entered, just as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord closed the door behind them. For forty days, the flood waters grew deeper, covering the ground and lifting the boat higher above the earth. As the waters rose higher and higher above the ground, the boat floated safely on the surface. Finally, the water covered even the highest mountains on the earth, rising more than 22 feet above the highest peaks. All the living things on earth died. Birds, domestic animals, wild animals, small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the people. Everything that breathed and lived on dry land died. God wiped out every living thing on the earth. People, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and the birds of the sky. All were destroyed. The only people who survived were Noah and those with him in the boat. And the floodwaters covered the earth for 150 days. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and livestock with him in the boat. He sent a wind to blow across the earth and the floodwaters began to recede. The underground waters stopped flowing and the torrential rains from the sky were stopped. So the floodwaters gradually receded from the earth. After 150 days, exactly five months from the time the flood began, the boat came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. Two and a half months later, as the waters continued to go down, other mountain peaks became visible. After another 40 days, Noah opened the window he had made in the boat and released a raven. The bird flew back and forth until the floodwaters on the earth had dried up. He also released a dove to see if the water had receded and it could find dry ground. But the dove couldn't find no place to land because the water still covered the ground. So it returned to the boat and Noah held out his hand and drew the dove back inside. After waiting another seven days, Noah released the dove again. This time, the dove returned to him in the evening with a fresh olive leaf in its beak. Then Noah knew that the floodwaters were almost gone. He waited another seven days and then released the dove again. This time, it did not come back. Noah was now 601 years old. On the first day of the new year, ten and a half months after the flood began, the floodwaters had almost dried up from the earth. Noah lifted back the covering of the boat and saw that the surface of the ground was drying. Two more months went by and at last the earth was dry. Then God said to Noah, leave the boat, all of you, you and your wife, your sons and their wives, release all the animals, the birds, the livestock, and the small animals that scurry along the ground so that they can be fruitful and multiply throughout the earth. So Noah and his wife and his sons and their wives left the boat and all the large and small animals and birds came out of the boat pair by pair. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and there he sacrificed as burnt offerings the animals and birds that had been approved for that purpose. And the Lord was pleased with the aroma of the sacrifice and said to himself, I will never again curse the ground because of the human race, even though everything they think or imagine is bent toward evil from childhood. I will never again destroy all living things. As long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvesting, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night.
Then God blessed Noah and his sons and told them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth, all the animals of the earth, all the birds of the sky, all the animals that scurry along the ground, and all the fish in the sea will look on you with fear and terror I have placed to them in your power. I have given them to you for food, just as I have given you grain and vegetables. But you must never eat any meat that still has the lifeblood in it. And I will require the blood of anyone who takes another person's life. If a wild animal kills a person, it must die. And anyone who murders a fellow human must die. If anyone takes a human life, that person's life will also be taken by human hands. For God made human beings in his own image. Now be fruitful and multiply and repopulate the earth. Then God told Noah and his sons, I hereby confirm my covenant with you and your descendants and with all the animals that were on the boat with you, the birds, the livestock, and all the wild animals, every living creature on earth. Yes, I am confirming my covenant with you. Never again will floodwaters kill all living creatures. Never again will a flood destroy the earth. Then God said, I am giving you a sign of my covenant with you and with all living creatures for all generations to come. I have placed my rainbow in the clouds. It is the sign of my covenant with you and with all the earth. When I send clouds over the earth, the rainbow will appear in the clouds, and I will remember my covenant with you and with all living creatures. Never again will the floodwaters destroy all life. When I see the rainbow in the clouds, I will remember the eternal covenant between God and every living creature on earth. Then God said to Noah, Let this rainbow be the sign of the covenant that I am confirming with all the creatures on earth. Okay, now I'm going to go ahead and retell the story in my own words. The people multiplied on the earth and God decided to limit their lifespan to 120 years. The uh, sons of God had children and these were the giants, uh, Nephilim, and they had uh, they were constantly evil. So the Lord was sorry that he had made them and he was heartbroken. So he decided to wash away every living thing except for Noah. Noah was a righteous man who walked with God. And God told Noah that he was going to destroy all living creatures and, and the earth. He told Noah to build a large wooden boat and gave him detailed instructions on the design. Then he made a promise to Noah to save his family and a pair uh, of uh, each kind of animal into the boat during the flood. He also told them to bring enough food for the people and the animals, and Noah followed God's instructions. Before the flood started, God told Noah to get seven pairs of the animals and birds that he had approved for eating and sacrifice, as well as a male and female of each kind of animal, so that they could reproduce on the earth. The Lord closed the door to the boat, and after seven days, the waters uh, covered the earth and then it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. The flood covered everything except or even the highest mountains and all the la uh, land creatures died. The flood waters covered the earth for 150 days and then the winds blew and the flood waters receded. The boat came to rest on Mount Ararat and after 10 weeks the other mountaintops became visible and then Noah sent birds out to see if they could find dry ground and vegetation. God told Noah to release the animals and birds so that they could multiply. Noah built an altar to the Lord and offered sacrifices to him and then God promised never to destroy any all the living uh, things through a flood again and he gave the rainbow as a sign of his promise. So that's my retelling of that story. 
All right, so now we're going to go ahead and go on to the next step, which is O, observe what he said. We're going to look at what stands out to us. What does the passage teach us about God's character or personality and anything that we see about ourselves or human nature? The first observation I made was that the earth had become corrupted by man and God had decided to destroy everything, start over with Noah and his family. So God was merciful by limiting his lifespan and also uh, he re rescued Noah and his family. So I think the uh, observation about God's character is that God is both just and merciful. The second thing that I observed here is that God gave gave Noah time to prepare for the judgment that was to come and gave detailed instructions on how to be saved. So the observation is that God had a plan for salvation. And third is that God gave a promise and a sign to Noah and all the living creatures that he would not destroy the earth with a flood again. So I can gather here that God makes promises to those he saves and he gives us signs so that we won't forget his promises. Okay, so now we're going to go ahead and move to P, put it into practice. How can you apply these lessons to your life and what are you going to do about it? Here we'll create our I will statement. So I think here the first uh, point I made was that God is just and merciful. I want to think this week about how God has been just with me and merciful with me in my life and key moments. The second is that God had a plan for salvation and then he gives us a promise to those he has saved and a sign. So I think what I want to do th this week is I want to develop a very concise way to describe God's plan of salvation. And I want to do, I've, I've come across over the years many different ways to do this, but I want to do something that's going to be tailored to my uh, testimony, my background, and then um, also talk about the sign that God has given to me uh, in my own salvation plan. So the last letter in our HOPE acronym is E, which stands for encourage someone, who can you share this with so that they can be encouraged? I believe that the thing I want to do this week is put together my testimony and a concise presentation of the God's plan for salvation. And then I'd like to share that with someone that I've been working with in my Discovery Bible Studies who is not a believer yet. Well, that concludes our lesson for today, and I'm hoping that you had some new insights into this uh, very familiar story for most of us who have been studying the Bible for some time. I encourage you to develop your own observations and application points, not to only to rely on the ones that I've identified here. Think about it, pray about it, and see what God is going to reveal to you through his Holy Spirit. Remember, this is a very personal activity of going through God's word and asking his spirit to speak to you about how you're going to apply it. Also, if you'd like to learn more about Discovery Bible Studies or disciple-making movements, you can go to our website, which is hopebrokers.org. Again, that's hopebrokers.org. You may also send me an email email if you wish. I'm Tony at hopebrokers.org. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for this lesson, for your word about Noah and the flood. 
Father, we thank you that you're both merciful and just. Thank you, Father, that you've given us a way to be saved and that you've given us a promise and a sign showing us that you will not forget your promise. I pray, Lord, that we would be able to apply these things to our life in a way that is pleasing to you and that will bring forth your glory. Lord, help us to be strong and to follow your ways. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.